0: He entered the husband transfer portal, but they kicked him right out. Mr. Jordan Wahlberger. Jordan, happy Krampus night. Eddie, I I don't even know what that is. Well, let me tell you, Jordan. Krampusnacht, or as it's known in Germany, is celebrated on December 5th every year across Germany, other European countries, and Australia. It's the night when people dress up as St. Nicholas's evil twin Krampus and chase naughty children through the streets, swatting them with bundles of twigs. Let me tell you. Got a grandmother from the country. I've been there. Uh, St. Nick gives gifts to the children, but Krampus takes them away if they've been misbehaving throughout the year. And he leaves them with coal and sticks. Yeah.
1: So Krampus came to visit you
0: quite a bit then, Eddie, I'm guessing. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, I learned my lesson. But throughout the night, though, Jordan, on December 5th, men dress up as Krampus, drink alcohol, and celebrate in the streets. So the question is, do your children... Do they get swatted with sticks or are they getting something in their stockings? I think they're going to get something in their stockings, uh,
1: Eddie. I, I mean, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm going to be a little quieter here. Uh, you know, the uh, the elf on the shelf, right? Mm-hmm. Three days. Three days is all it took for me to forget to move that thing. <laughs> Three days. I woke up in the morning and I was like, crap, I forgot to move it. So
0: so they get a pass is what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's great to see you, Eddie. It's great to talk fights. You can find me at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, or Facebook. You can actually find both of us there. You can find me at Nonstop MMA. Eddie, it's great to see you. I have been all over the place, and and I'm going again. I was in New York last week. I'm going to Florida this week, and then I'm done. I think that's the end of my travel for the year. Wait, you didn't send me any
0: pictures from Rockefeller Center?
1: You know, I didn't. I I should have sent you a picture. I'm going to show you a picture real quick. I'm I'm just going to flash it so you can see. Who I'm with, and you can tell the people. All right, keep your shirt on. Uh, if you can, if you can tell, really who I'm with. Uh, all right, there you go. You can see that. That is some guy with the mask on. Is that is that Wolverine? It is Wolverine. Ah. I uh, yeah, there's me and Wolverine, and uh, we went. To, <laughs> I went and saw the Music Man. Okay, that's you, in New like last week.
0: twelve feet in front of Wolverine, taking a selfie. It, it was actually.
1: It was one person in front of me, and he was actually waving at me, and he was looking at my camera when I when I did that. So it was uh, I went and saw the Music Man last week. Uh, so I was there for work and was it uh, had trouble with the capital T and, and lunches. It was it was it was the capital T that rhymes with uh, P. It stands for pool. pool I don't know yeah. if You know that it does. And uh, but it was great. It was I think uh, uh, Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster who star in the Music Man. They're done on January 14th. They're going to be done with their run of the Music Man. And uh, so I was in I was in uh, New York, and I said, you know, might as well go and, and check this out while I'm here. I didn't have a dinner that night, so I uh, I went and checked out The Music Man nice. by myself.
0: I would have suggested Avenue Q if you could find it. That one is like Sesame Street on meth or speed. It's very it's uh, it's lots of fun. Great
1: soundtrack. I was glad with what I saw. I was glad with, with the choice that I made. But I, let me tell you this, Eddie. Uh, I was in I was in Brooklyn at a dinner for work on uh, I think on on Tuesday night, okay, and and maybe Monday night actually. And so Brooklyn was playing the Magic. Oh, the Brooklyn Nets. So Brooklyn Nets, Nets okay. are playing the Orlando Magic. And my dinner, and I'm, I'm actually right by the arena for dinner. And I, when I find out when we finally finished dinner, there's about 10 minutes left in the game. And I say to my uh, one of my, my peers, I said, hey, let's uh, let's just go check the game out. Let's try to get in there. And so I go over to the arena. You know, I'm wearing a sport coat. I look nice. You know, you figured they would just let us right in. Hey, there's 10 minutes left. There's people walking out the door. Might as well let these, uh, these two schmoes come on in. And, uh, and, uh, and enjoy the game. So we go in there and they're like, what are you, what are you doing? And what do you, what do you want? And, uh, you know, we, we tried the, um, yeah, my, I left my keys in there. I left my keys <laughs> at, at my seat. And so I, uh, so they say, okay, you come with me, you to my, to my peer, you stay here. You're not coming in. We're taking you to guest services. We're going to take, you can talk to them over there. Wow. Good job, guys. Good job. So I go into guest services, and, and as I'm walking, you know, she's like, uh, you know, what, uh, what, what section are you in? And I quickly look up and I say, uh, Oh, 105. That, that was the section I was walking by right at that moment. And uh, and so we're walking to guest services. They surprisingly they have not found my keys. And uh, and so then we go look at the seats, and they're in a timeout. Uh, so I actually didn't even get to see. It. That's where I took a picture. I actually didn't even get to see a play of the game. Uh, but I told my friend, I said, Look. In one in a heartbeat, there's not a chance I would have come back and got you. Had I had a chance to get away, you'd be on your own. I would have just sent you a text and said, "Hey, uh, I'll talk to you later." But uh, it didn't happen.
0: You didn't ask for the for the
1: restroom, dude. To... No, you know, at that point, I was just like, "This is this is not happening." These guys are these guys know exactly what's happening here. Uh, I, was, I was disappointed though. It would have been fun to go see a game. Uh, Kevin Durant, you know, I think he's got his second highest uh, school points oh, ever wow. in his career, and it turned out to be a good game. Oh, nice. So,
0: uh, I'm sorry you couldn't scam your way in without paying.
1: I know. I didn't want to pay $20 or $30 for, for se- seven minutes of a game.
0: You cheap SOB. I know. Be- I know. How do you how are you supposed to pay these guys $100 million salaries if you don't pay for half a ticket?
1: Exactly. You know what? Heaven forbid. Yeah. Heaven forbid Kyrie doesn't get a, a paycheck.
0: Who's he going to blame then? You know, Eddie, Eddie, never mind. Just so
1: you know, I am not. I am not going to BYU versus SMU at the New Mexico Bowl on December 17th. That's, that's, and a, you're not going that's either, a bad day Eddie. for you, isn't it? That's. That's the day that you're coming to watch me perform at Riverbend with the Millennial Choirs and Orchestras. We did a practice run this weekend at, at a Follow the Star at the Good Lutheran Church up in Cedar Park. It was good, but it's going to be much better when you come watch it. Are you
0: at least going to be dancing?
1: No, I'm not even going to be ringing a bell because I don't have rhythm. What? So
0: I, no, I just come I there to stand to watch you stand there and yap. Oh, I'm, I, that's that's actually not true.
1: I will I will move a little bit. <laughs> The best way that I know how, where I do not have rhythm, I will do it my best.
0: You know what? you got to send me a calendar invite so I don't forget because I'll be watching uh, lame it, bowl games.
1: It's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. You're going to love it. The, cramp, the Krampus in you, Eddie, is going to go away. Will
0: you hit the uh, Carol of the Bells? No, we don't sing that song. <laughs> I'm already disappointed. I mean, you, All right. you,
1: you'll, be, you'll be blown away. i, I, I got to send you a place to buy some tickets, Eddie. So Buy. You're like, you're like Wait, I have to pay for this. Yeah, you got to pay for this. This is the real thing. Thought I was a guest it's of. It's not a, like some high school choir. Thought I was like a guest this of the. is not performers. a church choir. I'm on the guest. You are your guest of honor. What are you talking about? You are. I'm your guest. You are on the guest list. Just give me, just give me thirty dollars. and you can be on the guest list. Thirty. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. So. What? All right, Eddie. What are you doing? Your Let's talk before we doing. talk some fights. And I, well, I, ooh, I got a good one for you. I've actually had yours. I've had your Christmas present almost all year. What? Yeah. It's been under the bed in my guest bedroom almost all year. You know I had a birthday. I know. I could I, I should have done I should have given it to you then, but I've had it. All right. And it's not a Jim Covert autographed jersey, although you can have that if you'd like Who? it. Jim Covert, Chicago Bears, Hall of Famer. Not, really, not, not my thing. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you. Uh, all right, Eddie. What, what have you been doing? Alamo Bowl. You got tickets yet? Oh, yeah.
0: Um, we're going. I took the day. I took actually the day and the next day off since it's a night game. Driving back from San Antonio and going to work the next day. That's for- Who's Texas playing? Washington. Washington Huskies. Yeah. And their star quarterback, Michael Pinnock Jr., who decided not to air the NFL draft. And He really could have. That's okay. And, and the best part about it is I sold my Baylor ticket for thanks- on Thanksgiving, which is mostly paying for my Alamo Bowl ticket, which is great. That's awesome. How are your seats? I don't know yet. We just had to tell them by today that we want tickets. So it'll be me and a couple friends. And the tickets started at about 150 bucks. So I'm like, we'll take those, the, the cheap ones. Yeah, right there. I could have got them for about half that, but up in the nosebleeds. I'm like, I'm, I'm not climbing up there. I'm too old for that. But, Jordan, this is a crappy week for me, you know. I think we've probably been through this a couple times. But it is the, uh, the birthday of my late brother. And then a few days later, the anniversary of my dad dying. Hmm, So, which is one reason December sucks for me. But the thing is, it's not the only crappy week for me, because in March, it's the opposite. It's my late dad's birthday, and it's the anniversary of my brother dying. How about that, simpatico? How's that? I, I I don't love either of those for you. Fun times, man. But you know what? Yeah, no, I get it. In March, though, I'll be just coming back from the 311 crew, so I'll be in a much better mood than having listened to all these stinking Christmas commercials on TV. All right, let's talk UFC
1: fight night, Thompson versus Holland, Eddie. The old man did it. <laughs> yeah, he the did. The old wonder man turned back the clock, defeats Kevin Holland. What is Kevin Holland thinking? Does he actually think he's going to out-karate
0: the karate master here? I think he thought his power would uh, win in the end. And if you look at Steven Thompson's face, he did a lot. But the problem is, uh, blocking Steven Thompson's kicks will break your hand. And that's exactly what happened to Michael Holland. Um, Kevin Holland, sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, broke his hand in like three places. So he couldn't throw his right anymore, which is, you know, the power hand. And yeah, Stephen Thompson just picked him apart. It was fun to watch, though. And you could tell that they were talking like, well, Holland was talking trash. And they're just, like, smiling at each other and high-fiving. I'm like, this is, like, just a, a sparring session for these two. They're just having fun. And it was kind of fun to watch. So what do you think this
1: means, right? So Kevin Holland, it doesn't coming mean off anything. that loss to Hamzat Shemaev. He wasn't ranked. He's not going to be ranked now after this fight. Is, is, and he retired, right, and came back.
0: Well, what's the ceiling, do you think, for Kevin Holland? Kevin Holland, Fun fights. he's going to be one of those guys who just sticks around for a while because Dana loves him and the way that he fights. You know, he doesn't go for a takedown unless, you know, he's broken his hand and has to, as we've just seen. And, you know, puts on fun fights, talks a lot, um, sells the event. And Dana's going to love him and he's going to keep him around forever. He's going to be Diego, you know. He's just going to be here until he's like 45, you know, fighting 25-year-olds. I, don't, don't I, I actually year olds. don't love any of that, actually. I didn't say it was a good thing. I just said I that's, that. that's what's going to happen.
1: How about Steven Wonderboy Thompson? What do you do with, with Wonderboy?
0: Uh, I'm not sure you can do
1: much. Besides, let's have Jack Black walk him out. What's the deal? Why, why did they not do That was the plan. And then, then it stops. I have to see him talking to Jack Black after the show, after the fight, on, uh, on FaceTime. I don't like that.
0: Well, you know, you got to have him fight in L.A., first of all. You're on the wrong side of the country. But I don't think you can do much with him because everyone above him is such a good, has such good ground game. Basically, what we saw is Steven Thompson reminding the whole division why you can't fight him like that. And that's what's going to happen from here on out is everyone's going to try and take him down. No one wants to stand with Stephen Thompson. Being old or not, he is still fast. He is still powerful. And if you don't get him to the ground, you're going to eat something, be it a hand or a foot. So he's got his
1: last two fights before this. He has losses to Bilal Muhammad and Gilbert Byrne. Mm-hmm. So those aren't good matchups for right. him. Those guys are going to take him down. It's not going to be great. So I, I don't like it's that. He's definitely not going to fight above Jeff that. Neal.
0: Yeah.
1: He, I, he's got a win over Jeff Neal prior to that. That's, he's actually ranked the same as Jeff Neal. I've heard this go around. I can't take credit for it. But it's time we do the BMF versus the NMF, Eddie. Jorge Masvidal, who lost a fight to Stephen Wonderboy Thompson back at UFC 217. It was a definitely a one-way decision. Let's run that one back. Jorge needs a fight. The problem Gilbert is, Burns is not fighting. Him. Jorge doesn't want that fight. Sure, I think Jorge feels that he could. It's a it's a fight up. It is. I mean, yes, Jorge wants Connor. Jorge wants big fights. Exactly. He's not going to get a big fight. He's not going to get Camaro. He's not going to get Colby. Why not? And and it's a guy that's not going to take him down. that's, that's a great fight. Well, the thing actually, is, they paid him so Jorge much Massimo. his
0: last few fights, though he doesn't have to take fights with people that are bad matchups for him. And as we can tell by the last time they fought. Wonderboy Thompson is a bad matchup for him. By the way, they had his think- uh, icon fighting uh, this past weekend too. I think it was the third one. Didn't even realize that was coming until I saw other pictures on Instagram. So he's doing stuff. Right. He doesn't have to fight. Le-
1: Le- well, I think Jorge Masvidal is going to fight. And I, want, and, and I know we just kind of switched gears completely, right? So look who's above Jorge Masvidal. He's not going to get a title fight. He's not, he'd love to fight Leon. That's not going to happen. Uh, Kamar Usman. He doesn't want that. Colby Covington. He doesn't want that. Hamza Shemaev. Heck no, he doesn't want that. Bilal Muhammad, Gilbert Burns. He doesn't want that. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Okay. Jeff Neal. Sure. That's a good matchup. Not a sexy name. He's not going to fight Jeff Neal. Right? Uh, Sean Brady. He does not want that. That's another wrestler. Vicente uh, Luque.
0: Sure. Yeah, not maybe. a big
1: name. Not, not a name that, that Jorge, that Jorge would take. Uh, I love the next one. uh Sha- ah. There's not a chance he's going to fight Shavka. No, but I'd love it. That's a terrible matchup. So if you actually look at it, for Jorge Masvidal and uh, and uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, I actually think, I disagree with you. I actually think it's a good matchup today because what Jorge Masvidal did after that fight is he went away and he kind of reinvented himself. And, and this whole new, I don't want to say character because that's not a fun way to say it, but the whole new different Jorge Masvidal came back after he took that time away from fighting, uh, after he fought Steven Wonderboy Thompson, because, you know, he went and recorded that show and he just stayed away. That was his last loss prior to that. He, you know, he stayed away for almost two years or a year and a half.
0: Right. The problem is... That's the fight, Eddie. He's made so much money that he doesn't need to fight people who aren't going to bring him, who aren't going to be a good B-side for him or be a better A-side than he is. And which of those names will be an A-side? None. No, it, he might have and, to drop and, down to lightweight. And, and,
1: None of those are pay-per-view fights. Maybe you drop, drop down a none of, fight. Just none of cheap. those. None of those are pay-per-view main events. All right, let's talk the co-main event though. Uh, Rafael dos Anjos man defeats Brian Barberina. Barberina's out there trying to do his best. Randy Orton legend killer. You know he defeated Matt Brown. He defeated Carlos Condit. Or excuse me, not Carl, uh, Robbie Lawler. And now he was going to try to defeat RDA. Uh, it doesn't happen. Uh, RDA was too much for him, is right? RDA he, a legend. He, you know, he was former champion, former I mean, champion. Yeah, been with the who's who. I mean, yeah, like, I would say RDA is like, a legend in this sport. Yeah, all right. I'm not sure I agree, but okay. I'll, I'll give it to. I mean, RDA called himself. Well, let me say last week in the build up, RDA called himself a legend. Brian Barberina also called himself a legend. That's, let's let's that that's the stretch.
0: Well, Barbarina would say it because win or lose, it makes him look better. If yes. he beats him, he beats a legend. Not a legend. If he loses,
1: oh, he lost to a legend. He's a legend. No, he. He should do the legend killer. That's what he should do.
0: Well, he didn't.
1: He's a legend tapper. Yes, and he taps to a net crank. Uh, obviously, this was a big, big, good win. Gets uh, Rafael dos Anjos. You know, he's not going to come back. He's not going to fight for a title. But it gets him, you know, closer to where he wants. He wants Con- Conor McGregor, right? He he was he almost had that fight. He almost had the red panty night, and it doesn't happen, right? He doesn't have that red panty night. He. uh he gets injured, and Nate Diaz takes everything that he's been working for. Rafael dos Anjos, he would love that fight back.
0: Man, would this be such a different world if he had had that fight at MSG instead of Eddie Alvarez? Uh, well,
1: unfortunately, sorry, Eddie Alvarez
0: the- beat Rafael dos Anjos. Yeah.
1: That's the problem. Yeah. Is Eddie Alvarez beat Rafael dos Anjos in order for that to happen? Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's actually a year later than what, when that fight would have happened. So that's That would right. have happened in March. Conor fought Eddie at the end of the year because Eddie defeated Rafael during that summer to win the belt.
0: That seems like oh, so like long a ago. Thursday night.
1: Yeah, it, it was a wow. while ago. So uh, there's RDA. How about uh,
0: Sergey Pavlovich? Dude, that guy is scary. This dude's a problem? Yes, he doesn't. He doesn't even look that big. Boy, when he lets loose. When's the last time he was out of the first round, Jordan? Uh, not in the UFC, right? It's been a
1: while, and uh, I think the last time you know he lost. So he he did lose his debut in the UFC. Uh, that was to Alistair Overeem. But prior to that, he uh he loses uh he you know he was still you know he went to a fifth round decision. That was back in 2017. But since he's, you know, since that loss to Alistair Overeem, you know, wins over Marcelo Golm, Maurice Green. But this year it's been Shamil, Abdul rakimov uh, Derek Lewis, and now tied to Avassa. So those are, I mean, those are those are not wins to like you know, batting eye at. That's, those are
0: good wins. He beat Derek Lewis and Ty Tuovasa together in less than two minutes. That is freakish.
1: Almost the exact same time. 54 seconds and 55 seconds.
0: Yeah, um, we, might have, we might be betting on him at the end of next year as a heavyweight champ.
1: Yeah, no, he's definitely, I mean, especially, I hope we have some clarity about what's going on with Francis Ngannou. But man, that's, I mean, what do you, what do, you do with Pavlovich next? I mean, you think about the rankings. Pavlovich came into this fight. He was ranked fifth. Tuavasa was ranked fourth. Gosh, are we ready? Do we want to see him fight Cyril Ghan? Is that Ooh. the fight next?
0: Let's see. Stipe is basically not fighting anymore. Um
1: and Curtis Blades is kind of on ice right now to figure out what's gonna happen yeah. with John Curtis Jones.
0: Curtis or Francis are fighting John Jones, so yeah, that's pretty much uh, what's left. And man, that would be I, that'd be a good one because Ghan's got great style. That's a that's yeah. a tough matchup for uh, Pavlovich. Those yeah, uh um, I mean,
1: I mean, you look at Cyril Ghosn's record, right? He beat a lot of the same guys that Pavlovich beat. Mm-hmm. You know, his last fight, he beat Taito Avasa. Before that, he beat Derek Lewis. Uh, I mean, yeah, kinda, I kind of like that, actually. Yeah, and
0: Taito and Derek Lewis, they don't move anything like Cyril Gon. Cyril Ghosn moves like a weight that weighs 250. So that will be a much more interesting fight. Probably just as bloody, though. As what we've seen from uh, Tuivasa and Lewis with Pavlovich.
1: Yeah. Uh, Tuivasa, it's interesting. You think about him, I kind of feel like he was punching up. Just in general, like where he was. I never thought that Ty Tuivasa was going to be a heavyweight champion. I thought that win that he had over Derek Lewis was, you know, it vaulted him to a different level that I don't want to say he didn't deserve to be at. But kind of didn't deserve to be at.
0: It was kind of like hitting a half court shot saw that to win. By, yeah. It's like you hit the shot, so you deserve to make it. But are you that good? And his half court shot know, was an elbow to the face that knocked out Derek Lewis, and made him face plant. But he was kind of getting worked a little bit before that. Yeah, I mean, you look at like who he had, you know, wins
1: over or losses to. I mean, Dos Santos, Blagoy Ivanov, and Sergey Spivak. Then he won. And, and the Derek Lewis, you know, vaulted him to the top of the the heavyweight division. And I just think, I don't want to say he was an imposter up there, but it was just never like, hey, I never thought that this guy was going to be the guy to
0: get it done there. No. And boy, did um, uh, Pavlovich push him back down the rankings.
1: Yeah. All right. Hey, let's uh, let's just go through quickly. Uh, Roman Delite. he finished uh, Jack Hermanson. Have, have you seen uh, oh, Twitter? Wow, it's like a calf
0: slicer to ground. Pro- I have. I, I did see that. Yeah. Uh, everyone's calling it a. The John Cena STF, and that just reminds yeah. you a lot of these wrestling holds are based in actual stuff. They just light them up for uh, you know for the show, so you can do the same thing the next night. Uh, that's pretty funny.
1: I'll be honest, a sharpshooter hurts. You know, if you, if you execute a sharpshooter or Boston crap, it hurts. Let me hurts. tell you,
0: figure four. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Not fun. Camelot- not Eric show.
1: Anders, your my boy. Yeah, boy. My boy, Eric Anders got a win over... He looked aggressive. He looked good. That was a good win for him. Uh, Mateus Nicolau defeats Matt Schnell. Angela Hill defeats Emily Dakota. Dude, the main DeCone. card was all stoppages. Uh, yeah, it really was. It, it was great. Uh, Clay Guida defeats Scott
0: Holtzman. Uh, Clay Guida still getting it done. Michael Johnson. Man, kind of crazy. Yeah. And, man, this guy, uh, Jonathan Pierce, uh, defeated Darren Elkins. The damage. And Jonathan Pierce is now 2% in Elkins because of all of... Uh, Darren Elkins's blood that he swallowed? Yeah. That is disgusting. If he does his ancestry, his stuff is going to change.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. Walk us through uh, one prime quickly before we go hit uh, BKSU.
0: Uh, yeah, to I talked about Rainer DeRitter last week as the uh, middleweight, light heavyweight champ, champ, but I didn't realize that the guy he was facing, Anatoly Malikin, was the interim heavyweight champ. Uh, so, yeah, that ended up being trouble for DeRitter because we basically had a middleweight fighting a heavyweight. And. Anderson Silva in DC showed us how that goes down. So now we, one's got a light heavyweight interim heavyweight champ champ, and they're just waiting till some point next year. Hopefully, the actual heavyweight champ, uh, Arjun Bueller, who's had some contract and injury issues. They'll get that together. Hopefully, have that on uh, hopefully on Prime some, at some point. And on uh, and Anatoly, I mean, he like worked it. Like, I mean, like in first round. Oh yeah, and then he was a shorter fighter too, but it did not matter. Uh, it wasn't close, man. He blasted him. Uh, over at, um, oh, on the other card that one had, won 164. That's a mouthful. Uh, former USC flyweight Jared Brooks, who's undefeated in his last eight, won the one strawweight title. Nice. So, yeah, that's about that. And boxing, Tyson Fury, he stayed busy. He beat, uh, he beat up Derek Chisora. This was a, kind of a stay-busy fight. Those two are kind of friends. So uh, this big payday was kind of a big Christmas present from Tyson Fury to Chisora. Yeah, the most... It, I uh, I mean, I know he finished him in the 10th, but it seemed like he could have finished him anytime he wanted. If he had stopped holding so much. You know, with his size, you know, he's 6'9", like 280. So he'll lean on you a lot just to wear you out. There are many times I'm like, dude, just let go and finish him. But he just decided to keep wearing him out. I guess the uh, whole friendship thing, he didn't want to bash his face in too much. But, yeah, the most notable thing about the night was the temperature because it was December in uh, England Outdoors. So it was in like in the 40s. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, they had a blanket over Fury in the corner. That was the first time I've ever seen that. And then there's a face-off. I saw him after the fight. He did a face-off, yeah, with Usyk. Yeah, Usyk had the uh, well, he had the creepy eyes, man. But the funny thing was, um, Fury's calling him all sorts of names. Usyk's just staring at him. Then he takes a phone call right there on the ring apron while Fury's still talking. Then he takes a selfie while Fury's still talking. Then they shake hands. Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm like, that's just odd, man. Uh, BKFC, Luis Palomino defended his uh, lightweight championship. <laughs> it's just fun to watch, man. I love BKFC. And David Mundell won the BKFC middleweight championship, uh, both with uh, TKOs. Oh no, Mundell had a knockout. Oh, that dude's nose got has got to be blasted. Got to be gone.
1: BKFC, they're, they're they're your kind of people, Eddie.
0: You can see guys literally want to quit in the middle of the ring while the ref is counting to 10. At some point, you just see the wheels turning in their head like, where did my life go wrong? Why am I still doing this? All right. You, they break people.
1: All right, Eddie. That is BKFC. That is Tyson Fury. One uh, FC and a little bit of UFC Fight Night. Guys, you're listening to Fight Night right here on 104.9 The Horn. HornFM.com. We will be right back.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? What's up with that? Woke up this morning and I got out of bed. Had a bigger
1: cup of coffee to clear my head. Been home for a while and that's where I'm at. But we can still jam on. What's up with that? Ooh wee. What's up with that? What's up with that? Ooh wee. What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up? Without you, yeah,
0: oh. Woo, yeah. Welcome back to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn and hornfm.com. I'm Eddie. That's Jordan. You can find us anywhere your podcasts heart desires. And Jordan, I failed you. I did not watch SNL this weekend. I was too busy watching college championship games. Uh, what should I be on the lookout for?
1: Well, Kel, Kel came back, and there was an episode of Keenan and Kel. So that's that's what you need to watch. Oh, was he ever on SNL? No, never was. But Keenan was. Uh, okay, but last last week, Eddie, yeah, okay. when you're talking about, I Keke never watched Palmer, that show. I'm too old. Last week we we're talking about Kiki Palmer, and the one thing you failed to mention was that she was in Aquila and the B. She's Aquila. Oh yeah, I did see. This. Also, nope.
0: Uh, after you, also after light you year? talk trash about me looking up. Look I up. mean, it yeah. took a
1: while. I, I mean, uh, we literally had to edit out four minutes of you looking up and talking about Kiki Palmer. So,
0: well, look, man, I am too old to know her work as a kid. Yes,
1: but not in a on the beat. You saw it was the scream that. queens. Uh, also, uh, Eddie, so Steve Martin. Martin it's too Short. hurtful. Steve Martin, Martin Short coming next week. So, all right, let's get Ooh. to it.
0: All right, Jordan, um, it's no black socks, but the UFC is dealing with their first betting scandal. What's up with that? Yeah, there's a
1: lot going on in here. And so last week, the Ontario Commission put a ban on betting on the UFC in all of their sports books. Uh, They called it that it was not meeting some integrity requirements. So a little bit of some confusion there. Uh, And then Alberta, the next province, they followed it up and uh, they said that there's possible risks of wagering integrity. Uh, So now almost half of all Canadian citizens are unable to bet on the UFC. Uh, New Jersey has also come out and said that they removed any fighter who's associated with James Krause from fighting, and you can't make bets on him. And then on Friday, uh, the UFC sent out a note to all UFC fighters that said that until they complete an investigation, that uh, anyone who has James Krause... Uh, in their corner, who trains with them, who's coached by him, they will be unable to participate in UFC events. Now, his fighter Derek Minner, who was kind of at the be- all the beginning of this whole issue, he's been released by the UFC. Uh, you know, Kraus trains like Brandon Moreno, Anthony Smith, Jeff Molina, uh, Grant Dawson. So I used to. <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna see what these fighters do, right? Um, obviously this is a crazy story, and we're gonna see how this plays out. Uh, and could really, you know, could be a lot of trouble, right? Is it that James Krause had insider information and, and he's making bets on that? Is he is he fixing fights? Like, we need to see this play out. And I'm not gonna make any judgment on what happened, but like, not good. Like this may be the last time we see James Krause, you know, anywhere around, you know, the UFC. He's he could get blackballed yeah, for hope, this
0: just for being the guy. Yeah, I hope he's got a degree because he's gonna need a day job after this. Um, but yeah, dude, if you have insider information, you don't blab it to the world for a subscription fee on Discord or whatever he was doing. Shut up, make the big bets, and run off with your money. You don't tell everybody. Listen, people, shut up and do your thing. Lesson learned, all right? God. Um, on to some other uh, upsetting news, Jordan. Our, uh, one of our favorites, the diamond, Dustin Poirier, has been hospitalized. What's up with that?
1: Yeah, so Thug Jitsu uh, master himself, Dustin Poirier, he put out a, a tweet that said, going on day two in the hospital, starting to get serious. And uh, Brett Akamoto of ESPN gave some context. He said that uh, it's staph infection, and he's not responding to antibiotics over the last 24 hours. He's got further blood work to go on. He's hoping to get some answers soon. So not sure exactly what's happening, but he is in the hospital. And hopefully, you know, best of luck to, to, to Dustin Poirier.
0: Is this all Michael Chandler's fault?
1: Uh it could be. It could be a Michael you or know. Spitting blood bim. in his face. Yes, and, and biting yeah. him. Or like putting his hand his hand in his mouth he's got
0: hoof and mouth disease, probably. Yeah, disgusting man. Yo. All right. Um, moving on, Jordan. It looks like Aljamain Sterling has his next opponent.
1: What's up with that? Yeah, so Aljo announced announced on his podcast last week that uh, he's expecting to fight Henry Cejudo for the bantamweight title. expects it to be around March or somewhere in that first quarter next year. Uh, no contracts have been signed yet. Uh, but Eddie, you think about this: like O'Malley just beat Piotr Jan. Marab has that win over Jose Aldo's. I know that I know that Marab and and, and Aljo aren't going to fight. But is did the UFC? If that's the way they go, is that the right way? Is that the one you
0: do? It is not. And I'm really surprised that uh, Dana would reward Cejudo for sitting out and being just basically a pain in the butt for so long, With uh, rewarding him with the title fight. Like, I know he's, um, he's trying to make himself a celebrity, he's trying to become the smaller version of Colby, and he's talking just random dumb crap, and uh, it doesn't seem like the right way that you not want to go about things. But we know that Dana does not go about things the right way a lot of times. It's just whatever he feels like. And they fly by the seat of their pants. And whether you like him or not, Sean O'Malley beat Peter Yan. He was supposed to be next. Yeah. And that is the one to make you strike while that's hot. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, Jordan, Nate Diaz is officially a free agent. Mr. Key to the city of Stockton. What's up with that? Yeah, so when the UFC released their rankings
1: last week, there's one name that was left off, Nate Diaz. Nate fought uh, his contract out against Tony Ferguson, and the UFC had a matching period for three months. That's over, and uh, the UFC is not going to match anything else, so he's actually officially a free agent. Um, you know, it's interesting, right? With Conor coming back, I don't think that you can rule out all the way That, you know, coming back to the UFC is out of the question. Maybe he takes another fight first. He is going to be starting his own promotion. He mentioned that before, uh, Real Fight Inc. And, uh, you know, Diaz is going to plan to promote fights across boxing, MMA, and grappling. You know, know, the one thing that he would do, right, is that, you know, if he does fight someone like a Jake Paul, you know, he could have his own promotion company, you know, represent him. So it's not just a Jake Paul promotion. It's, you know, Jake Paul and and Real Fight. So.
0: It's kind of like they do in boxing. You get a bigger percentage of the purse. But you would think that, um, didn't Nick have his own promotion? Or didn't Nick have his own promotion? He did. That was a specific grappling uh, called war. You would think they would just expand war and own that together. And have war be MMA, grappling, boxing. Also, much cooler name. I mean, come on. But uh, Jordan, another person being removed from the rankings is former bantamweight champion T.J. Dillashaw. What's up with that?
1: Yeah, T.J. Dillashaw decided that he was going to retire, and uh, so a month yeah, that's a, a month ago, after yet he, he had his soldier surgery that he happened in that uh, you know I think coming into the Aljo fight, right? Uh, he spoke with a surgeon, according to Ariel Hawani and uh, he said that you know it just seems like it was a pretty intense surgery that it was pretty. Um, the doctor wasn't certain that it was. He wasn't going to need another surgery. That it was going to be a long recovery. And at his age, at his time, he decided that uh, for him, he might as well, uh, you know, you might as well hold him up. So maybe he's doing the Conor McGregor, yeah. right? Maybe he's getting out of the pool. Maybe he's going to, you know, take some medicine that's going to help him heal. But right now, he's retired. Well, maybe
0: he'll eat some liver. You think that'll help him heal? Well, because Jordan there's shocking news. I tell you, shocking news. Came about, uh, came out about your best friend, the Liver King. He's a liar. What's up with that? I mean,
1: this is my shock face, Eddie. I am I'm disappointed. I thought that guys our age could get that ja- jacked just by living the you know the primal ancestors tenets and eating just raw organs. Turns out you can't. You got to take about eleven yeah. thousand dollars worth of store steroids a month. Uh, you know, IGF, Ibutamaron, uh, Omnitrope, uh, Winstrol. Uh, this guy was on it, man. And it's disappointing that he comes out, you know, he talked about, he'd been asked point blank many times. You take PEDs. No, 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 no. And, uh, an email leaked and sure enough, that's, uh, that's how he does it,
0: man. That's so many needles. His butt cheek probably looks like Swiss cheese. That's a disgusting thought. I apologize. I'm going to move on. Kane Velasquez Jordan. He wants to do some wrestling. What's up with that? Yeah, so Kane, he
1: got his, you know, he got his release to go and and go to Arizona and wrestle. So he was at the Mullet Arena in Arizona in a six man tag no, what, match what, at Lucha. I know it's his, arena? It's Mullet Arena uh, at Lucha Libre AAA. Uh, Kane got the pin, addressed the crowd. He promised to never stop fighting or, or giving up. Uh, he said he was. He was actually he was wearing his Toro mask, so his bull mask. I really think he missed an opportunity to pull an old switcheroo there. You know that twin magic. Have someone else <laughs> go into the cage in the mask. And then, you know, they go back out to the back. Kane makes a break for it, goes to Mexico. We never see Kane again. Kind of bummed out that didn't happen. Uh, just an FYI, though, Frankie Edgar, he got into some wrestling over the weekend at the Contest of what? Champions at Tom's River. Uh, Frankie was in the corner of Nova. Mike Bucci. Mike Bucci. And uh, that was Nova's uh, Simon Dean. He was in, in WWE uh, for his retirement match. Uh, and, uh, you know, Frankie, he didn't actually throw any punches. He did some, uh, some throws. Uh, but I was, I was actually listening to this, and I was like, wait, I know Nova. I actually play fantasy football with Nova. So I was texting him today uh, congratulating what? him on, uh, on, his, on his final matchup uh, and having Frankie in his corner. They're both, they're both well, Tom's River guys.
0: Tell Frankie to stay out of the ring, okay? He is even smaller than Rey Mysterio. We don't need to see that. Yeah. Uh, all right, Eddie. All right. Now, hit us with some new one
1: fights. One fight. One FC, Demetrius Johnson versus Adrian Marais 3 for the Flyweight World Championship. First ever one card in the U.S. It's on Cinco de Mayo. That's new fights. That's what's up with that, guys. You're listening to Fight Night right here on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com, and we will be right back. Until next time. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. What's up with that? What's up with that? Welcome back to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com. That's Eddie. I'm Jordan. Follow us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Eddie, there's champions all over the place this weekend. Boxing, Eagle FC, Bellator, UFC. Hit us with the boxing first so we can get in and talk some MMA.
0: Dude, the face punching is loaded this weekend. Over in Bangkok, there's BKFC Asia number four. New York City, Teofimo Lopez moves up to junior welterweight to, to face Sandor Martin. In Omaha, Terence Crawford defends his WBO belt against David uh, Avenessian. I, I screwed that up. Uh, Chris Cyborg makes her second boxing has her second boxing match against Gabrielle Holloway on that same card there in Omaha. In England, Josh Warrington, Luis Lopez, Ebony Bridges for her bantamweight title. Uh, in Seoul, Manny Pacquiao is following the Mayweather. Uh, lead, and fighting YouTuber. And then for some reason, next week on Tuesday, before we talk to you again, uh, Naoe Inoue the is monster, fighting right? in, Uh Tokyo. Yeah, he's fighting in Tokyo for the Undisputed Bantamweight Championship on a Tuesday for some reason, but that'll be on ESPN Plus too, so it is a full weekend and Tuesday of face punching. Yeah,
1: Bellator, or excuse me, Eagle FC, they have some fights. Yeah,
0: Eagle's got three championships on it. If you can find Eagle FC, that'll be fun.
1: Uh, but Bellator, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go on limb, Eddie. Bellator, Bellator 289, I think has the best fight of the weekend. Raphael Stotts versus Danny Sabatello. I'm so excited for this fight because I love Danny Sabatello. I want to see him win. Or, or Raphael Stotz was funny too, but I just want to see Danny Sabatello get fined again for cursing at the crowd. I saw he's these just, two he's, he's in there.
0: Um, I think they were on Ariel's show a while back, and I couldn't I couldn't listen to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's they, what they it was. They did in Morning yeah. Combat as well. I, I couldn't listen. Oh, man. It's I had to best. turn them off. They're so annoying against each other. I I, I'd, I'd just want to watch Liz Carmouche and Juliana Velasquez and then just turn it off.
1: Well, Apache Mix and Magomed Magomedov will be good, too. Oh, and Denise Kielholtz, Keoh- Miss Dynamite. But let's talk UFC 282, the new and improved UFC 282 I don't know. If, can we see improve? I Is guess it improved? We're losing it's improved. It's improved for me. Huska. It's probably not. It's probably not. Uh, Jan Blahovic fighting Magomed Ankalaev for the undisputed UFC light heavyweight championship. The vacant and title. We, know, we know we're know both of us. We're both picking Magomed Ankalaev. Uh, mm-hmm. The UFC, they wanted Magomed in this fight. They didn't care that Jan versus Glover probably will do better on pay-per-view. Because nobody knows who Magomed Ankaleyev is. Uh, he is not a household name. Jan is well, a former champion. To. Jan Blachowicz is a former champion. Or Jan and Glover. That would be the way to go. UFC Juan and Magomed, they, they know he's going to win this fight. And, uh, Eddie, you're going you're
0: to get your, uh, your win. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, I, I'm so smart. SMRT, I'm so smart. Uh, man, you put a Dagestani in there against pretty much anybody in their division. And all the money's going to come in on them. And Magomed Ankalaev is no different. I mean, you know, Blahovich has a chance, but I'd say a puncher's chance. But um, yeah, this is Ankalaev's fight to lose.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, the next fight, Patty Pimblett versus Jared Gordon. Did Patty? Is he? Is this too big, too soon for Patty Pimblett?
0: Uh, I think this will tell us a lot about it. But you know, I was surprised when they said this is his pay-per-view debut. I'm like, really?
1: Yeah, you know he's fought on prelims, right? Or he's fought in London. So yeah, I guess actually, all those actually, were just regular. He's fight actually nights. only fought. He's only fought on fight nights, and he's fought once in Vegas and twice in London. So, uh, Jared Gordon, I think, will be a bigger step up. You know, Jared Gordon has fought people like Charles Oliveira. Uh, Grant Dawson Those are losses to them But you know He still has the opportunity To fight them And and those will be You know Good experience This will oh, really tell us About where Paddy Pimblett is
0: Wow
1: I got a Paddy Pimblett card That uh, I will be selling If he wins uh, Darren Till <laughs> Verkis Drickis Duplessis I like yeah, this I haven't seen him in well. a while yeah. uh, I love Good to see Darren you know, Till Coming back I'm actually really excited About Bryce Mitchell Versus Ilya Tapuria I think this is a uh, You know A great match This is a great matchmaking uh, Tapuria is a problem In the division and uh, I just think that, uh, gosh, so is Bryce Mitchell, right? Bryce Mitchell, I, I believe, undefeated. Uh, and so I think that this is just going to be a good chance. These are guys that are going to bring out. Yeah, Bryce Mitchell's 15-0. and 0. Uh, He's coming off a win over Edson Barbosa. I really
0: like this fight. Call me crazy, but I'm really more excited about the uh, top of the prelim card. Jairzinho Rosenstruck versus Chris Daukus. The heavyweights are going to be banging. And you know Rosenstruck brings it. Yeah, That I, was going to end with a bang, dude. I hope so. You know, he is surprising
1: that he does go to decision sometimes. Um, but you're right. You know, he, he definitely, if he loses, you know, he, he definitely can lose and, and can get, you know, so those bungalows dropped on him. Uh, Edmund Shabazian versus Dolce Lungimbal Lungimba Bula. Uh, Chris Curtis for versus Buckley. Uh, and then Billy Q. Billy Q fighting against Alexander Hernandez. Is Alexander the Great. I, I, you know, I love that. I love seeing that on here as well. Overall, a it's pretty fun card. It's surprising to see card. OSP
0: on the early prelims. That's surprising. Yeah. OSP way down there. It's a little disappointing about,
1: like what this fight could have been. This was supposed to be the pay per view debut of, or, or like the official debut of Bo Nickel.
0: The heavyweight debut.
1: Oh. We, Bo Nickel. Yeah. We could have also, who's the heavyweight debut that you're mentioning? John Jones. John that's Jones. We yes. were hoping yeah. for I mean, so
0: long, we were hoping that this would be the heavyweight debut of John Jones, and that's still getting pushed back.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll find out
0: that. You know, obviously the
1: Yeri versus uh, Glover 2 fight. I mean, that fight was so good the first time we saw it. I would have loved to see the rematch here um and so this fight card would have been a lot more stacked but it's still worth watching i wonder what fight they're going to move up into the pay-per-view raul rosas i think he's like the 17 year old he's fighting on this card as well so what yeah this is kind of crazy. he's fighting uh, in the in he was on dana white contender series this summer and he might be 18 now but he's fighting jay perrin so that will be I fun hope so. as well so eddie right now the card the main card only has four fights on it because robbie lawler had to drop out of this fight against Santiago Ponzinibbio. So, Robbie Lawler, he's injured. The last time he fought was actually to Brian Barbarino. We mentioned him earlier. That was at UFC 276 when he lost to him. That was a second round TKO. Uh, Ponzinibbio, he's on a two fight losing streak. Funny, actually, Brian Barberina actually already offered to come back in and fight this weekend against Santiago Ponzinibbio, but that's not gonna happen. So, Robbie Lawler's out. Santiago Ponzinibbio is gonna stay on the card and he's gonna fight Houston's own Alex Morono. Now, Alex Morono, if you remember, he did have that one loss to uh, Anthony Pettis, that was a few years ago. But right now, he's on a four-fight win streak. He's got wins over Calve Cerrone, uh, David Zavada, uh, Mickey Gall, and Matthew Semmelsberger. So, I, it's an interesting fight. I think it's actually, obviously, a tougher fight for Ponzinibbio to fight against somebody who you know is on a win streak, who is not an aging, aging legend like uh, like Robbie Lawler is. My guess is that fight will stay now on the main card. We haven't seen exactly yet if that's the fight that will uh, go on there, but we should expect to see five fights on the main card with Santiago Ponzinibbio now fighting uh, Alex Morono. But, man, like, we just were talking about it, man. You had Yeri and Glover. You had Bo Nickel. You had Robbie Lawler. And, uh, and this fight overall, I mean, we're, we're definitely missing out on a few fun fights. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Sports guys talking wrestling. Coming up next, Stu Myrick, Justin Simmons. We are proud to be the MMA show of Texas.
0: Yeah, I think we've got AEW in town this week.
1: Nice. Tell your friends. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, and have a great weekend. We will talk to you later.
0: Happy Krampus night. Be Keep safe. Be nice to each other. Stay positive and love your life. And if we ever didn't, thank you. Let us do it now. Happy trails to you. Till we meet again.